0: You have made it to the final part of this
1: podcast. This has been a good little mini series. It really has. I actually I actually for us. this is probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, so far. Um so yeah, let's dive into the first so I guess what what are we talking about here? Two things, right? Why therapy is hard, why mm-hmm. it's still difficult even for us who I'm a year and a half almost 2 years in. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's hard for everyone. And then we're also talking about why we love therapy. Yeah. So let's go into Amanda. <clears throat> what, why is therapy hard? Oh. <laughs> and I want to hear about this especially from you because you go like what every week, every other week. You were going every week. Actually, I I go every week right now. Perfect. And it's been like a year and a half. Yeah.
0: So I started going. I tried 2018. I went in May one time. And then 2019, I started going again in May. And I have been going ever since. So I've been going for about a year and a half now.
1: Um (laughs) And in my eyes, I would think like, oh, you've got this down. It's no problem. You don't. Why would you have anxiety? Yeah, I've been doing it for long enough. Yeah, you know I totally do. But (laughs) so you do experience.
0: Oh, I experience anxiety. Um, I would say if not every time, every other time I go, and I go every week. So that's like in this like this past week, I tried. I was actually late because I was debating whether I should go or not, Mm. and I just. You know, it's tough. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, just what, so hard. <laughs> what makes you anxious, like, on those days that you are worried so, about going or whatever it is that okay. makes you consider not going? Like, what, what stops you? So there's
0: two options, right? So there's something that's extremely hard that I'm dealing with that I don't want to talk about, that I know I need to get out, but I don't want to <laughs> because then I have to talk about it, right? And it's uncomfortable it's and you a, have, to yeah, it, have to relive it, basically. Yeah, have to relive it. It's just annoying. Yeah. It, and see, even I get annoyed about it and it's <laughs> – I don't even have to do it right now. But I'm like – it's just like, ugh, can't I just be better? Like, yeah. I just want to be better. And I have that co- thought, like, constantly. That is not, like, a new thought for me. It's, I just want to – can I just be done? <laughs> so that's one. And I turn into a child. I'm like, oh gosh, can't I just do it? And I'll, like, stop my foot. And I'm like, ugh um mm-hmm. also i've done that in therapy Stopped my foot and just been like <laughs> i don't want to do it and she just laughs at me so <laughs> she's like i get it you know it's fine the other thing is if i'm having a really good day and i go to therapy and i'm like i'm gonna have to drag up all this crap that i know mm. happened last week between last week and now but i'm like finally having a good day i don't really want to dwell on anything and now therapy is not a place where i would have to but because of how I am and I'm, like, kind of OCD, I'm like, I have to tell her every single thing that has happened between last session and this session because there's something in there that, you know, there's a reason why I'm doing okay now is because the last couple have not been great. So I think it, it goes on two things, uh, like, on I'm, I'm both of those times is really good days and really bad days. Middle days, I'm kind of, like, okay, because I'm like, oh, I could talk this out and I'm I'm fine but i just you know you don't always really want to talk about it like it's helpful but it's annoying yeah and <laughs> that in the annoying is not towards therapy it's towards myself it's it's not like a, i'm annoyed with my therapist or i'm annoyed with therapy i'm i'm annoyed with myself that i have to go
1: so you're basically annoyed like is the reason because you're like i should be over this by now mm-hmm. or i should have it figured out by now right mm-hmm. so
0: like i've been going for First off, people go to therapy for long, long, Oh like, yeah. a long whole time. Lives. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like a year in and I'm like, oh, I should have this all down. I'm ready. And then like something will pop up and like totally throw me off. And I'm like, oh, man, it just did this. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's life. You gotta, you gotta learn. And then, you know, you're learning these coping. Each time something else hits, I'm a little bit better
1: for it. And I know that. It's just like, don't you ever just get annoyed? <laughs> oh, 100%. I guess I have the feeling of. I, I think one in one of my first sessions, I asked her like, "When is it gonna not be so painful?" Mm. Or when? Am, or I think maybe I said, "I think I asked, how can I get over it, and when can I get over it?" Oh my so, gosh, I think I've asked that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think I asked that like probably like a week or two ago, and she's like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> no."
1: My therapist tried to explain it. Like she asked if I had a, a pet growing up. And I actually never did. Uh, I mean, I had, like, goldfish and hamsters, like, nothing like a dog or Mm -hmm. a cat that I, like, really loved. So she was like, okay, well, imagine that you did and that that animal dies. It's like you – it's really painful at first. And it's it's still really sad, but as time goes on, it's less and less painful. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't overwhelm you as much, you know, as, you know, compared to – the day that you lost your pet compared to 15 years in the future on a regular Tuesday or whatever. Like you're, it's not at the front of your mind. It's like, God, that's really sad. I miss them a lot compared to like the probably deep, dark place you were in when you did lose them. Right. So that kind of helps put into perspective that there's never going to be like a switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a gradual process. And so I have to keep reminding myself like, wow, I am so much better off or so much healthier mentally than I was when I first started therapy. So I'm like, okay, well, every time I go, it gets a little bit better. I can tell my stories of like the shit that's happened to me without crying for the most part, which before, I mean, it felt like I was choking trying to get any words out and Mm -hmm. I'd be bawling my eyes and I would have to be like drunk to tell anyone, you know, one of my stories. Um, And so now I'm like, this happened to me and it sucked and, you know, I get a little bit, a little lump in my throat and, you know, kind of sad and down, but yeah, no, like I, I totally agree. Like I think for both of us looking from
0: a year ago to now, like you used to post like YouTube videos and you can see a difference in like your demeanor. Like even if you're teaching the same thing, if you were to teach the same thing as you did a year ago, completely different people, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to see because I was just like, "Oh my gosh, she's like getting happier." Like um, it's, and now happy
1: is relative, right? Like, mm-hmm. but like you can just see, like I feel more myself for sure. Yeah, I'm more like, confident in myself.
0: Exactly. Like I felt like previously, not that you were like bad or anything like mm-hmm. that. It just you didn't. I didn't see see you shining through. I felt like you were very much following, like, script of life. Yes. And now I'm like, oh, she's just doing all these cool things. She's just, like, (gasps) seeing all these cool people. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just awesome to see. Thank you. And so it's nice to see how you started then to now, to see, like, the difference. And you have, like, video proof. I feel it as, and I think the biggest thing that I feel is that from when I was Mine was so big that I even mentioned it, I think, a month ago to my therapist, and I was like, I remember when I was having panic attacks every day, and I said, I don't know how I got through that. Like, I have no idea. Like, I cannot mentally remember day to day what I did to be able to get up and do anything
1: like i don't even know how i was working i do i have no idea and i worked with you and you were doing your job really well like you would come in you were coming in like late i remember yeah and we none of us like really understood why Mm -hmm. now i understand why and i'm like good lord i wish i could have been there more for you right but oh my god i don't know how you function so well i
0: I have no idea
1: and it blows I, my mind.
0: I was, well, I, it blows my mind. I was confused. I was like, I don't, and I, I asked her, I was like, I don't understand how a th- having a panic attack every single day. I don't remember one, how I functioned. I don't remember how I worked. I don't remember any of it. But now, because I'm not having them every day, when I do have one, it's so crazy that it's so big. She's like, okay, I can see that. And I was like, I will have to recover for days after one panic attack. I was like, how was I doing that every day? Mm. She was like, well, your brain just kind of probably, like, it can handle a lot more than what you think it can. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, but doesn't it feel great that you're not doing it every day? I was like,
1: absolutely. And you were just in survival mode. Yeah.
0: And it was just, and I felt like we were kind of in the same place of just, like, just figure it out. Just figure it out. Just keep going to figure it out. Because right now, nothing's really working. (laughs) Yeah. So I think just both of us from a year ago to now is just crazy different which is so cool to see and i think that's why i go to
1: therapy (laughs) oh definitely and it's still even though we know like we're seeing actual real amazing results Mm -hmm. and yet it's still hard to go to therapy sometimes (laughs) i mean i deal with it i i've started to like i think i go every like two to three weeks now Mm -hmm. um maybe even three to four sometimes but um The day before, I have, like, a little bit of anxiety, Mm -hmm. and I think it starts, like, I don't really have much to talk about, or I don't know what I'm going to say, or, oh, my gosh, I'm not looking forward to the silence Mm -hmm. because I don't know what to fill it with. Right. And – which (laughs) – Based on the past, there's very rarely any silence. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same
0: thought. And every time I'm like, man, I talked it through that
1: whole hour. Really? Yeah. And then the day of my therapy, um, I've been scheduling them in the afternoon. I don't know why. Um, because I have so much anxiety up until then. And it's usually the same anxiety from the day before. And then it's also like, I really do don't want to talk about all these hard things because Mm -hmm. it like I can already feel just when I said that I could feel a pit in my stomach oh me too oh my gosh as soon as you said it I was like crap yeah (laughs) but now it's nice to know like oh I like constantly body scanning Mm -hmm. to like know when I'm like getting anxious Mm because before I just shut it off so that was cool when um just checking in but yeah I like would I could feel it in my body my stomach getting tight my chest getting tight even my throat a little bit. But yeah, it's just terrifyingly uncomfortable talking about things that are hard and that you th- like. I know, I know she's not going to judge me. Oh, I know. But <laughs> I still feel
0: because you're judging judging myself
1: Uh. (laughs) join the club yes
0: like i'll go in and i'm like i know you're not judging me because i've been with you for a year Mm -hmm. but i'm judging me (laughs) yeah and every time and she's even at times (laughs) so we have uh an imaginary piggy bank and every time i say the word should or i should have something along those lines or if i say i can't imaginary piggy bank every single time and she will at the end of a session be like (laughs) um it's full today uh it's real real full (laughs) and i'm like cool great that's awesome (laughs) but then she'll also like if i if i start talking she'll go and say um amanda you need to stop censoring and i'm like huh and she's like you need to stop censoring yourself because I will stop a sentence mm-hmm. to reword to refigure out what I want to say in a better wording so that she doesn't judge what my initial thought is. Interesting. Yeah. And I mean I I do that every week. Like wow. she has she has at points been like you need to you need to stop censoring yourself and I'm like I'll stop and I'm like crap. I've really been doing that the whole time. But it's really because I don't want, like, the worst of the worst to come out when I'm talking to her. And I'm like, I want her to think I'm a good person. Yeah. And I want her to think, like, I'm okay today. And I want her to think, like, my week hasn't really been terrible when it has been. The shame and the guilt wrapped around the
1: actual thought.
0: Exactly. And so it just, you know, I still do that and I'm still working on it because it's hard to just be, like, vulnerable completely. Like, it's just so hard to do and not common. So, yeah, I think I think it's good. I don't know. I think it's good practice with this non-judgmental therapy people that we have here. We thought it would be a good idea to have, you know, just a couple things that our therapist has said to us that or or something that's happened during therapy that just kind of blew our minds a little bit, (laughs) because, you know, even though Jackie's only been going for a little while and I so we wanted to actually say things that our therapist just kind of like in the heat of the moment conversation kind of put into our brains that we thought were like kind of game changers for us. And so we were hoping that they might, you know, help you a little bit. And we've kind of, I've kind of touched on mine a little bit in past episodes. So I'm just going to run through like the one or two is just OCD is a symptom of anxiety. That one totally changed my mind about all the bad, my list of bad things that really it was just like one (laughs) and it was just, you know, all in that one little category. So that one helped me a ton because then I didn't feel like I was just pieces everywhere. It was just like, oh, just have this one thing. Let's help it out a little bit. (laughs) So I think that one helped me a lot and just kind of changed my thought process on my list of
1: bads. (laughs) Um, What's one that you think kind of helped you a little bit? So that Definitely. I think actually you told me that first, that it was a symptom. OCD is a symptom of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was like, oh, okay, that makes so much more sense. I don't have a thousand things wrong with me. It's like one branch of things Um, or one umbrella with a lot of things underneath it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two things. So along with OCD, I found out that I have like, um, I think it's excoriation. I'm probably butchering the way that. I don't know pronounced. how
0: to, I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure of the correct
1: terminology. I guess it's, terminology. yeah, it's just basically skin picking, um, and I was really, there's a lot of shame around it. There still is. I still have a lot of shame, mm-hmm. not as much as before, but um, yeah, I had a lot of guilt and shame about it, and talking with her through it, she kind of helped me understand that nothing's wrong with me, that I'm not trying to hurt myself, and I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. That is my current coping me- mechanism for where I'm at in life. And um it's just self-soothing, not self-harming. So that was like a really, really helpful thing to know, to get a better understanding of. Yeah. I think that could be a huge thing. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the other thing, because, of course, I can't remember all the millions of golden nuggets she's given me right <laughs> now, but I'm sure I'll share them later. Yes. Um, But the other thing is she told me to do... Um, I, we, when we were talking about body image and my issues with it, she asked some amazing questions to help me kind of get to the root of the issue. And basically, it ended with her saying, maybe try doing one thing for your body a day. And she's like, that could be putting your eye cream on that you talked about or mm-hmm. showering or going on a walk, like literally the smallest thing. And so now I'm really trying to every day, like, OK, I'm going to do one kind thing for my body. And it's. It's really helping me get out of kind of a I'm kind of been neglecting my body Mm -hmm. a little bit.
0: Yeah. Self-care is the first thing to do. Yes. (laughs) At least that's what I feel like. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So she helped me remind remind me to do that. And it's not an overwhelming thing. Like I don't have to get a massage, take a big bath, like do all the – a bunch of self-care things. It can be the tiniest little thing. Right. Um, And feel proud about that accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But – that's any, awesome.
0: Yeah. Were there any other ones for you that? Um, I think a big one was that you can change your mind anytime you want. Mm. And I started that. And I, th- I think that was like a lot to do with my trauma. But it <laughs> it was like one of the first things, I think one of the first things you said to me in like one of my first or second sessions. And it only <laughs> it only clicked about a month ago. Wow. So I, for the longest time, was just like, I can't change my mind about anything because I need to, one, you know, keep up responsibility, keep track of, like, friends, things like that. I, I can't just blow anything off. It, ha- it has to be done. And she's like, well, you could just change your mind. And I'm like, no, 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 Like, that's just not how it works. And she's like, actually, it is, Amanda. <laughs> You're learning today because, you know, you can change your mind about anything at we're any time. Because are always
1: learning and growing. Like, exactly. Like, how silly would it be to always keep the same – ideas and beliefs mm-hmm. that you had when you were a child like exactly that, you what's the point of living <laughs>
0: exactly and i also i think the thing that made it click was i was following this you know the journaling lady wendy and one of the statements that she made was like if you're journaling just like if you don't like it just glue the pages together and i was like you can do that <laughs> and she's like well if you don't like it just glue it together or rip it out like who cares and yeah. i was like. Oh, that means I can change my mind about anything. I could do it. Like, there's such a way to get around anything if you don't want to do it. So, I thought
1: that was really cool. That one kind of
0: hit me a little bit.
1: Yeah. I thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think with like the state of our country right now, that's a very common thing for people that are maybe standing by um, their beliefs without much like actual thought and care put into what they're standing behind like Mm -hmm. i know that sounded like really vague but basically like i think people are afraid to be wrong Mm -hmm. and because like maybe it questions their for me personally anyway and from what i see from some people that it's it's scary to be wrong and it's like you're maybe you lose credibility if you change your mind Mm Mm-hmm. Or instead of learning, yeah, instead of feeling like you're learning open. something
0: and open, you, you feel like, oh, well, I'm wrong. So now I'm backed into a corner mm-hmm. and I have to stick by this.
1: Yeah. If you think that you can't change your mind, you're like, you're set in a closed mind instead of an open mind. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have the greatest example. Okay, perfect. So,
0: and I hope, tell me if this is totally wrong, but so when we got ready to start this podcast, I had a full blown panic attack night before we posted our first one. And I was like, I have to anyways, me and Jackie both do this together. Like I have to post it. I can't, I can't not post it. We put so much work into it. It doesn't matter if I'm scared or not, or have anxiety. Like I can't, I can't not do it. Mm-hmm. And so I go to therapy and I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. I've been fine this entire time, but all of a sudden I have a panic attack literally right before it's turned and turned in like paperwork but like <sighs> right before it's posted and she was like well do you want to and I was like well yeah and she was like okay well you know do you feel like you can't and I was like absolutely like why would I you know and she's like well if you don't have an option then you feel backed into a corner and you feel like you have no way to say no mm. or yes either way you have it's like you n- kind
1: of feel powerless in you, a way. F- you like- feel
0: I felt very powerless mm. and not by anybody else's doing it was literally just me because I knew if I came to you and I was like I can't do this you'd be like okay cool Mm -hmm. like it, it wouldn't have ever been an even an issue right but in my mind I was like nope can't do it because you know I set up all these things I have all these things in place like I have no option to change there's no there's no room and so I think that totally encapsulates like as soon as she said that and that was like what I've been working through the last like month or so just like you have the option to not do it or to do it you, you can change your mind. Yep. Like Even after all the work that you put in, you can change your mind to say no. And I think that just kind of blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> I yeah. was like, if that's even an option, like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. So you can always change your mind. But
1: yes, I love that example. Yes. Thank you. So um, were there any other reasons? I feel like we kind of covered um, all the things that we love about therapy. Yes. in All of these parts. Yes. Were there any things that we didn't cover that you wanted to share? Um, Just, just knowing that
0: going into it, you're not alone. Yes. Everybody's feeling it. Everybody's, you know, not everybody's doing it. Everybody has a different opinion on it. So really go with like what you feel is best. Yes. Find somebody that you connect with if you're going to try. Trust your gut. Yeah. And know that it it might take a couple of times. It might take a couple of different people. It's, you know, I've started and stopped therapy multiple times. You know, Jackie's started and stopped therapy and started again. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's normal to go through those. So just know that you're not alone with all of these different aspects. We feel the same thing that you do. <laughs> it's scary.
1: I get anxious every time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe you just need like one good therapy session a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need it every single day. Like, yeah. you, dis- you are the decider exactly. on what you need. Nobody else knows except you. Right. So I wanted to close out with a with a quote by Lisa Oliveira. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that, but I thought this was perfect for closing out our therapy talk. Yes. So the quote is, "Just because no one else can heal or do your inner work for you doesn't mean you can, should, or need to do it alone." So, I think that's a great summary of um as humans, we're not really meant to do this life alone, that we are – connection is a big part of our survival. Mm -hmm. And if you ever feel alone, you're not not alone alone. in feeling that way (laughs) and you are not alone. There are people – there are 100% people out there like wanting to help, whether it's uh, a friend, a family member, um, a therapist, a doctor, us. You know, there there is someone out there that is is there to help you. And um, yeah, you are seen, you are heard, you're worthy, you're valued. And uh, yeah, go to therapy if you want to. Yeah, exactly. If you want to,
0: (laughs) we're here to uh, hear all about how it goes or doesn't go. If you don't go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Share your stories as always. We can't wait to hear. And we really appreciate you guys listening. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and can't wait to hear from you next time. Bye. Bye.